Hello, welcome to Jays from Home, a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays. This week it is a solo episode again, but it's me, Steve. Matt is uh, off at the water park with the family today, um, and I'm recording this uh, with uh, the uh, Sunday game complete uh, for once. Uh, so I have a full week's worth of results, uh, which were not that great. We'll get to those in a second. Uh, just remember, you can find the podcast on Twitter at jays from home and uh on mastodon at jays from home as well um so yeah this week was not the greatest week in terms of results um baltimore was in toronto for a four-game series and while it wasn't a sweep by the orioles it sure felt like it um monday was a 4-2 loss um and uh uh, Tuesday was another loss, although it was a little more lopsided. Thirteen to three, there was uh, it, it was that one was in hand uh, until late in the game when it just really opened up. Uh, Wednesday was a four to one win, which was good, and Thursday was a six to one loss. There's lots to take away from that series, but um, the biggest one would be from. Um, the Monday night game, Bo Bichette pulled up on uh, on a single late in the game, and he was pulled out of the game. He he had to get help off the field, and he had an MRI. No structural damage, apparently, but he is going to be on the 10-day injured list. Uh, it, that is going to be um, with, uh, let's see... I'm all over in the notes here, but it, it's basically uh, knee inflammation and nothing, thankfully, nothing stru- uh, structural. So uh, he's going to miss some time, but hopefully not too long. But uh, that did lead to a pretty reactionary trade at the deadline. Um, I'll get to that in a little bit. There's actually quite a lot of trades that went through, but I, I'm only going to cover the uh, the interesting ones to me because uh the trade deadline is now like a week in the past, so don't want to go through all that. But uh, yeah, not a great series, uh, although the Baltimore series did see Hunjin Ryu come into uh, come back into uh, into play on, I think it was Wednesday, so it would have been for the... No, it couldn't have been Wednesday because uh, from what I remember, um, he... Uh, he 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 allowed the very first pitch was a was a hit. He got hit around quite a bit, uh, but I think he overall looked okay, just not great. Uh, but that Baltimore series, um, yeah, the Jays had 18 hits through those four games, and Ryan Mountcastle had 11 on his own. So that is my strikeout. I think that is Matt's strikeout too in his notes, but um, uh, that's my strikeout. Basically, it's the whole Baltimore Orioles, but uh, Ryan Mountcastle for sure is a is a strikeout for the week. Uh, but the the Blue Jays then went into Boston for a series against the Red Sox. Um, this could have been really bad uh, because I, I don't think they've won a game against Boston yet this year. Uh, but it was actually a pleasant surprise. Friday they won seven to three with Merrifield hit a leadoff home run on the first pitch of the game, which was excellent. Um, 
David Schneider was, uh, and I'll have more on him in a little bit. David Schneider had his MLB debut and hit a home run in his first at bat in the second inning. Springer hit an RBI double in the fourth. Varsho solo home run in the sixth. And Matt Chapman had a solo home run in the ninth. Um, I think almost all the runs uh, came off uh, home runs, it looks like. But um, uh, they went on to, to play to win 5-4 to four in Saturday's game. And that one, Matt sent me this. Uh, apparently, Reese McGuire was running around the bases and with his hands up in the air in the ninth inning, thinking that uh, he was the tying run. But uh, it ended up uh, a game-ending double play because the ball was just short of the wall. Uh, it was caught, and, uh, and they doubled him up at second base. Uh, quite an embarrassing show for uh, Reese McGuire and the Red Sox, but I guess it's not the first time a player has ignored the uh, or, or been unaware of either the number of outs in the inning or uh, or actually look at where the ball is being hit. So, I mean, if he had actually tagged up, he might have still had a chance to tie the game. But anyways, so a 5-4 win for the Blue Jays. Um, and then today, this afternoon, they won 13-1. to, to one. Um, That's... Uh, quite the quite the game um in this game uh of note um we had another home run from davis schneider um lots of uh doubles um springer chapman bgo and belt all had doubles far with a triple um so some some really great results and um yeah like i said davis schneider is apparently the blue jay savior um because uh, he really, it seems like he really single-handedly turned the, the week around for the Blue Jays to give them a one game over 500 week. Because despite the the poor outing against Baltimore, they're four and three for the week, so that's really good. Uh, but David Schneider, in his first three games in 13 at bats. Um, he has nine hits, three runs, two home runs, five RBI, a walk, two strikeouts, and uh, an OPS of 1.887. And that's just against the Boston Red Sox. So uh, so that's really good. And um, apparently he is... Uh, so he's only 24, but apparently, his, according to his Twitter profile, he's a big Seinfeld fan, which is very weird. Uh, but uh, there's a tweet from uh, from a, a Blue Jays fan pointing out that he's got uh, he's got a lot of old soul vibes to him so I'll put a link to that tweet in uh, in the show notes later but uh, yeah that's I, I think I'll give I'll give my home run to uh, to to David Schneider for a solid three game debut in the MLB and I think he's gonna be here to stay for the rest of the season um, well, it remains to be seen, I guess, because it depends on uh, health of someone like Beau Bichette. Um, so yeah, uh, no decision. I'll just call it no decision because it's an honorable mention to Brandon Belt, who has been pretty solid all season long. I feel like it took him a while to get going in April, but uh, but he's been an on base machine, uh, and he's had some really timely hits as well. So uh, so yeah. Uh, Brandon Belt, good job, and I guess Manoa also had a pretty solid outing on the weekend against Boston. So that's uh, that's always great to see. So 
Um, there, there were some player player changes um, in in all the uh, uh, the news with all the changes. Um, so before we get to the trades, so uh, so I mentioned. Um, some injuries. Trevor Richards was put on the 15-day injury list with neck inflammation, and they recalled about Bowden Francis. I don't think I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, but uh, it, to shore up the shortstop position when with Bo Bichette going uh, on the injury list, uh, the Blue Jays picked up Paul DeYoung from the Cardinals. Um, and in order to make room for him, they designated Jordan Luplo for assignment to clear a roster spot. And subsequently, the Twins claimed Jordan Luplo off waivers. So I guess they traded one mustache for another, Luplo for uh, for Davis Schneider. Um, and uh, that, was, that was pretty much the extent of the trades. I, I thought that this happened when Matt recorded, but uh, I guess... Uh, May have just gone under the wire, but the Blue Jays picked up Jordan Hicks, also from the Cardinals, uh, giving up Adam Kloffenstein and Sam Roberts. Mitch White was designated for assignment to make room for Hicks, and White was not picked up. Um, and I guess uh, looking ahead for the Blue Jays, they have a series in Cleveland against the Guardians, a uh, four-game set. And then they return home to face the Cubs on Friday. And I guess apparently Jose Ramirez got into a a, a fist fight uh, in a, in a game this weekend, so he may be suspended uh, for the series against the Blue Jays. So that would be interesting to see. Um, I'll just do a quick B team update for you here. Uh, Seattle was. A little weird. They weren't sellers at the deadline, but they weren't exactly buyers. Um, but uh, they, there is a note here from John Morosi, just an observation about the Mariners. Um, so he says the Mariners won last night on a ninth inning grand slam by rookie Cade Marlowe. Seattle 19 and 10 is tied with Baltimore for the best record in baseball since July 1st. And by ERA, the Mariners have a top five pitching staff in the MLB. Sounds like a playoff team to me. So, I guess Seattle playoff bound. Cleveland, maybe not. Uh, I don't have any notes on on Matt's B team, the Guardians, um, other than that Jose Ramirez thing. So, um, yeah, trade deadline came and went, and it looks like there was a lot of moves, um, but uh, I don't think there was anything really major to to. Like it seems to me like most of the teams that would have been sellers are still very much in the playoff race, so there wasn't a lot of movement. But uh, the Mets were big sellers. They traded both uh, Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. Verlander went to uh, Houston, going back to to the Astros, and um, Scherzer, I believe, is with Texas. Um, so the Rangers really shored up their pitching staff, and uh, they look really, really strong for the postseason. So, um, and it also looks like Scherzer is going to be uh, with the Texas Rangers through the 2024 season. So, uh, really good for for the Texas Rangers, I guess. Um, sucks for the Mets because they they 
uh, are eating a lot of salary, from what I understand, in order to uh, to move both Scherzer and Verlander. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's all I have for MLB. I do have a a quick check-in with the Ottawa Titans. Uh, some really good news for the Titans came this week. The Blue Jays actually purchased a contract from the uh, from the Titans. Um, they are picking up Trevor Clifton. He's a right-handed pitcher, and he's going to report to um, the uh, I think Double A New Hampshire. Um, in uh, 23 appearances for the Titans, um, he has a 4.6 ERA in 29.1, 29 and a third innings, um, and he has a 14.4 K per nine uh, in his uh, in his re- in his stint in the Frontier League. So that's really good. And I believe the front the uh, the Titans just finished a sweep, so they they. Most recently on Sunday, beat the Empire State Grays six to two. Saturday, beat the beat the same team, the Grays ten to nine in eleven innings, and two to one in ten innings on Friday. So they had a three-game sweep against the Empire State Grays. Uh, but they had some earlier games rained out this week, unfortunately. But uh, that's just the way it goes. Uh, and so yeah, that's pretty much all that I had for this week. I'm just keeping it really short because uh, a lot of this stuff has probably been covered to death by other other team or other sources and I really just don't have the same kind of insight as Matt might have for for some of this stuff. Um, but I will just finish off with a good congratulations for Dalton Varsho. Uh, being named the Blue Jays 2023 Heart and Hustle Award winner. So that's really good to see from Varsho, who is, uh, I think he's really trying pretty hard. Uh, it's just he's not getting good luck at the plate, and uh, and that's just that's just too bad. But uh, good to see him win the Heart and Hustle Award. Hopefully he can finish off the rest of the season pretty strong. It's good to see him get a triple uh, this this weekend uh, against Boston, and I think he had a, had a pretty good series overall. So um, there, there's another honorable mention for uh, for the Blue Jays after Brandon Belt. Well, thanks for listening. Um, I think we will both be back next Sunday or next Monday, um, and uh, hopefully to have a little bit more insightful conversation about the Blue Jays. Be interesting to see how they match up against the Cleveland Guardians and if Jose Ramirez will be in that series. And, uh, and yeah, and, and I guess Marcus Stroman will be coming back to town with the Cubs. Uh, he did not make his trade to the Blue Jays, even though that was one of the heavy rumors. Uh, so hopefully uh, we see some more good results from Hunjin Ryu and Alec Manoa this week, and uh, we'll see you next time. to put